welcome back to Gravity, the Digital Marketing Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Bob Gentle and every week I'm joined by creators, consultants and practitioners who share what makes their business work. Whether you run your own business or you're just thinking of stepping out on your own for the first time, you're in the right place. If you're new to the podcast, then welcome along. Just take a second right now to subscribe to the show in your podcast player. That way you won't miss new weekly episodes and you can dig into some older ones when you finish this one. My guest on the show this week is Ian Anderson Gray. Ian has triggered my jealousy like no one else recently because he has early access to LinkedIn Live. I've been watching his streams and I'm delighted to have him back on the show to tell us what we can expect when it rolls out to the rest of us. So welcome along and let's meet Ian. Ian Anderson Gray from Seriously Social, welcome to the show. Um, I should also introduce you as the Confident Live Marketing Coach. Um, Do you maybe want to start, obviously, for those who've been listening to the show, is this not Ian's first outing with us? Ian, you're my very first repeat guest, but do you maybe want to start for those who haven't listened, uh, just by sharing who you are, where you are, and the kind of work you do? Well, thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me on for the second time. I obviously didn't do too badly the first time, <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't have me back. But yeah, I, I so I'm based in, in Manchester in the UK, and I help entrepreneurs level up their impact and authority using live video. That's my particular focus. And I have a, a blog at iag.me. I blog about tools, social media tools, but also live video and confidence. Uh, and my background, actually, as I trained as a professional classical singer and I've always been involved with technology and it wasn't really until about two or three years ago where I suddenly realized I could combine my love of performance and singing with technology and help people with their confidence and communication in front of the camera. So that's what I do today. And people may not know, not only are you the first repeat guest, you were actually my very first guest. Oh yes, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to say thank you again for that. My pleasure. Live video is really your main, I'm not going to say it's your main thing, but if you say Ian Anderson Gray, the person across the room who knows is going to say live video. How did that come about for you? How did you fall into becoming synonymous with live video the way you have been? Well, I would love to say it was total, totally thought out and there was a strategy involved here, but it was a bit of a fluke, a bit, bit of a, mis- kind of almost a bit of a mistake. I mean, live video, Facebook Live came out around three years ago or just over three years ago and it seemed that everyone I knew had it except for me uh, a lot of my f- friends and connections are in the states and it was available to all of them and particularly because they all had iPhones I had an Android phone at the time and so I looked for a way that I could broadcast to Facebook live and I came across this tool called OBS studio but the problem was to use OBS studio at the time it was actually very complicated to use and you need to jump through quite a few hoops. So I did a lot of research. I ended up creating a blog post with a little tool at the top that you, a little button that you clicked that allowed you to get this information that you needed to plug into OBS Studio to go live to Facebook. And I made it as easy as possible. And, and really as a result of that blog post, which went completely mad and viral, it's had over 5 million page views since I, I published it. Uh, I started to be asked, uh, more about live video. I created a course. I ended up asking, being asked to speak at conferences around the world on it. 
and I produced my own live video shows. And that's really how I got, got into it. It was really down to me investigating and creating a piece of content, doing the live video and uh, doing, doing the research and, and helping people with that and creating a course. So that's how I got into it. And it, as I said before, it was this, the, the, this combination of the technology and my background in performance that came together really a couple of years ago, I had this epiphany moment and I was actually singing on stage at Social Media Marketing World, which is this big conference, but I was combining my singing with, with the technology. There was a, quite a few of us on stage doing a parody musical Sounds a bit weird, this, but that's what it, we were doing. It does sound very strange. Sounds very strange we were doing this because there's actually quite a lot of creative types at that conference. So we put this together. And I realized that I was doing all the things that I love. I was doing performance. I was doing uh, technology. And with live video, I was able to combine all those things together. And also teaching. I love to teach. And so that's how I found myself doing what I am doing today with live video. One of the reasons that I wanted to have you back on the podcast, and I know you know this, but listeners won't, is you are one of the few that is, has effectively won Willy Wonka's golden ticket because you currently have LinkedIn Live, which nobody else does. So I was really, really keen to hear from you what your experiences with LinkedIn Live have been like since you've had it. Mm. How did you get it, first of all? That's what I really have to ask you. <laughs> well, the good news is that it's slowly widening out. So uh, so actually quite a few people that I know, more and more people are getting it. But it's still in beta. And so they are. it is only accessible to a small number of people. And I'm completely blown away that I've, I've been given access because I remember I was the last person to get Facebook Live. I was the last person to get... Instagram live. And, and so I'm usually the last person. So actually, this is a new experience for me. But in answer to your question, the way to, to get access to it is to apply, there is a form that you can fill in to apply to LinkedIn to, uh, to, to the live beta. And so that's the first thing that you need to do is, is do that. But you also need to tell them why you want to do it. You have to have a, a good use case for this. You have to maybe think about maybe a, a live show that you're going to do and maybe you're going to interview guests. So you need to do that. And, and I suppose you do need to have some kind of audience on there. So you, they, they need to, they want to work with a variety of people, but I think particularly with people who have uh, a certain audience on LinkedIn as well. So uh, there's a, there's an article on my blog. If you go to IAG.me, there's a blog post all on LinkedIn Live and it tells you how to uh, apply to LinkedIn Live, the beta. And uh, once, you're, once, once you do that, you may have to wait a couple of weeks, but LinkedIn slowly over time are inviting more and more people into this. And at some point it will be open up to, it'll be open to everyone. And I guess like a lot of people, you, you don't know when you've got things, certainly when, when you, you wouldn't know you had Facebook live until you actually tried to use it. So with LinkedIn live, how would you actually know that it had been enabled for you? That's a good question. So at the moment, so in the beta, you'll, you will be notified. They'll send you an email or a LinkedIn message or both to tell you that you've been given access to it. And, and then they tell you what you need to do in, in order to access it. Uh, because at the moment, it's actually a little bit complicated to use. You can't go live from, your, from the LinkedIn app on your phone, for example. You actually have to use a third-party tool to use this. So 
at the moment, even if you were to given, be given access to it, there's actually quite a few hoops you have to jump through. Hopefully over time, they're going to make it easier and easier. And, and, and I would hope that you, you'll be able to do it natively. So through the, the smartphone app or through the web, but at the moment you have to use a third party tool. And I can, I can go through some of that with you, but just to say at the moment you have to do that. And all the paid, also all the, the third party tools that you need to use with LinkedIn Live at the moment, uh, they're not free, they are paid. So you have to actually shell out some cash. Yeah, I would imagine LinkedIn are probably working on their own stuff in the background. But yeah, I would be curious to to hear from you what the current setup looks like, just in, in basic terms. Yes. So the moment, what you need to do, you need to use a, a third-party tool, such as the, the tools at the moment, uh, or among them are Wirecast is one of them. There's Switcher Studio, there's Restream.io, there's Social Live, and there's a few others. So with any of these, what, what you do is you go to the, the tool. And so for example, with Wirecast, what you do is you'd connect with LinkedIn. So it just authenticates you. It says that you are who you are. And then you actually type the post in and it will create that post on LinkedIn or it, it's, well, it, it will do when you press the go live button. So it's ready to go. You press the go live button in, in Wirecast and you're live on LinkedIn. And it's the same with the other tools such as Switcher Studio is probably the easiest tool to get your head around because it actually works from your smartphone. It only works with the iPhones, but what you do is you take your iPhone, you open up the Switcher Studio app, you connect to LinkedIn, then you type in your post, you get your camera ready, you click go live and you're live on LinkedIn. So it works really, really well. At the moment though, because LinkedIn is still developing, LinkedIn Live is still developing, there's quite a few things that it doesn't have. So you don't have currently the ability to schedule your LinkedIn Lives. You, when you click the button, you're alive. You can't uh, post it later. Uh, you can't say you're going to go live in a couple of days. You have to go live now straight away. And the second thing is that there's no ability to see the comments on the app that you're running. So, for example, on Switcher Studio or Wirecast, you actually have to go and find the LinkedIn Live that you are broadcasting to, which is a bit of a challenge. So the way I do it is go to my profile, go to my activity, and then click on the latest activity, and then I'll hopefully see myself live then i click on that and then i can see people's live comments uh, so at the moment that the ability to see people's comments is not so great i think they will improve that over time uh, but that that's a little bit tricky but the, the great thing i'm finding with linkedin live is compared to facebook live is that the quality of the video is really really good so sometimes on facebook live it's a little bit blocky the quality is a you know a little bit pixelated whereas on LinkedIn Live, the quality is really, really good. And perhaps because it's new, but I, I think also because this is a, this is a, a really cool technology and, and people are really looking at it, is that I'm getting a lot of engagement, a lot of comments on LinkedIn Live. So that is something I'm really excited about. Video is already a big thing on LinkedIn. So I think LinkedIn Live is going to do really, really well as it grows. So you're not automatically seeing my moronic comments, actually, as I post them, you have to go and hunt for them. Well, but once <laughs> once I do find my live video, so I the way I do it is I'll, I'll have two monitors, uh, you don't have to, you can, or you can look at it on your phone. Uh, so you, 
you have it you have it on your probably easiest actually on your phone so you're going live but then on your phone you'll you'll go to the post your live video and then you'll see see people's comments that way so i'll see your lovely comments bob on there uh, there is a delay sometimes between 10 and 15 seconds i mean that's just a normal thing with live video it just takes time for it to be sent to linkedin servers and to do all their jiggery pokery encoding things that's a technical phrase by the way and they they will then put it onto your you broadcast it to your phone and you'll be able to then see it see the comments there yeah I think I, I'm really, really excited by LinkedIn video, Facebook live, Instagram live, even Twitter with Periscope. They're not quite exciting me, but LinkedIn live, for some reason, I can't explain. I'm actually very excited about it. And I remember when I first got my first notification saying, Ian Anderson Gravy is live on LinkedIn. I thought, what? So the idea of generating that Bob Gentle is live for a, a LinkedIn audience I've spent many years cultivating and curating is really, really exciting because I don't really have a native Facebook audience. I don't really have an Instagram audience in the same way that I have a very focused business to business LinkedIn audience. And I think many people will be the same. Oh yeah, totally. I think, I think that's, that's something I'm really excited about. And I speak to many of my audience and clients of mine who are really, really wanting to adopt and invest in live video, but their audience is on LinkedIn. So if they've not been able to do it, they, they've tried it on Facebook and it's worked to a degree. They've, they've used YouTube Live. YouTube Live is actually really good because you can actually embed the video from YouTube Live onto your blog, uh, onto your website or somewhere else. So that, that's really cool. But actually their audience is mainly on LinkedIn and they're, they're more B2B, they're wanting to connect with their audience that way. So LinkedIn Live is gonna be huge from that point of view. And mm. I, I do want to also say, you, when you do apply for LinkedIn Live, you also need to make a decision where you want to go live to, because you've got a choice of your profile or your company page. Now, I think for most of your listeners, it will be their profile that I would recommend because actually company pages on LinkedIn are notoriously difficult to, to make work. But uh, with your LinkedIn profile, when you go live, as you said, Bob, you know, you, you actually saw a notification that Ian Answer Gray is, is live and that, that's the great thing. It will, it will tell all your, not necessarily all your connections, but the majority of your connections will see that you are live. And uh, at, certainly at the moment, because it's not so ubiquitous, it's, it's not so, there's not so many people going live. It's that, and it's a new thing that you are, we will be getting quite a lot of viewers and a, a lot of comments and engagement, which is cool. Yeah, I'm actually quite curious to see what the uptake with live is like. And I, I know, for example, you say LinkedIn is, is massive for video, that everybody's doing video. And I think the reality is actually very few people are we see most of the video that our connections are putting out because LinkedIn itself has a huge bias towards native video. Mm. But actually in terms of the proportion of my connections, for example, it's a very, very small number. Yes. And I think live will be even smaller. So anybody that does invest in LinkedIn live, I can imagine LinkedIn will reward with an awful lot of traction. 
Oh, I think you're right. And, and, and you're, you're totally right about video. I mean, the, the video is huge and the people that are using it are, are getting some great results. And there are, I think in my, in my audience, at least, or my connections, I am seeing a lot of people using it, but I'm connected with a, a lot of marketers. <laughs> so yeah. I suppose I'm seeing quite a few, but I think if we broaden that out to to you know, standard LinkedIn users who are using it for for business and uh, and for marketing, but they're they're not necessarily right at the cutting edge of marketing. Then yes, you're right. I think there's not that many people using it for for many reasons. I mean, it's it's scary getting in front of the camera is is a very scary thing to do. There's lots of things that get in the way, and live video even more so, even more so because it's live and what could go wrong? I mean, everything could go wrong. Uh, my, my only, the only thing I'll say here is that actually, although I still think live video is, can be scary and it's still something that I get a little bit nervous with myself, even though I've done it lots and lots of times. And that's a whole other conversation. I actually would say that's a good thing. It's a positive thing to feel a bit nervous, but once you get over that and once you, once you doing it regularly, it's actually a lot easier to produce than uploaded video, regular uploaded video, because the the dreaded killer perfection perfectionism syndrome doesn't kick in. Yeah. Where, you know, if you're creating a pre-recorded video, you're going to be editing it to death. You're going to be looking at yourself and think, oh, I don't like that. I, oh, I said that wrong. With live video, there's no choice. It's live. So you can't edit it. It's, and people don't expect it to be perfect. In fact, it's one reason why people like live video because you are being, you know, to quote an, a, a word that's used a lot, you are being more authentic and people like the, the kind of the less polished videos. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I think LinkedIn live is going to be huge, but I just hope that it's going to be used in, in a good way, in a positive way, and we're not <laughs> going to get a lot of really low quality content. I mean, it doesn't need to be perfect, but we at least need to be sharing quality content and stuff that's actually uh, about, you know, about what we can help our clients with and our customers with. I think actually LinkedIn could end up being quite a safe self-policing environment because the reality is if you're, sales, if you're sharing garbage, through LinkedIn Live, or you're abusing it by forcing recorded with video th through your feed, because I can imagine the way that it's set up at the moment, it's quite easy to stream a, a pre-recorded feed through there instead. Oh yes, yeah, you could do that. That people are going to disconnect. They're not going to connect with you, and they won't want those notifications in the future. You have to respect that notification because I was really surprised when the the Ian Anderson Gray notification came through. It's very bold <laughs> yes. and LinkedIn will not permit the abuse of that, I can imagine. Well, they're going to have to think about this as, as more and more people use LinkedIn Live, how in your face is this message going to be, this notification, you know, because it wasn't, I, when I first went live and I think it was probably the first live video that you saw, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know everyone was going to be notified. And actually, if I'd known that, I'd have probably been a little bit more reluctant to press the go live button. Maybe. I don't know. But it's but yeah, I, I think they're going to have to tweak that over time. But yes, it's also going to be down to the people broadcasting. When you're broadcasting, you need to make sure that it is good quality content as well. Yeah. And I, th I think as well, the same as if somebody's just posting self-aggrandizing nonsense all the time 
you're going to hit the unfollow button or you're going to hit the please don't notify me about this kind of content in the future. Mm. And that, that's what I mean by self-policing. That Yes. People are quite, people like to curate their notifications and notifications when they come through and they don't live up to what you were expecting. Yeah, watch out. I would be interested to know how LinkedIn Live works with the rest of the LinkedIn ecosystem. And by that, I mean, if somebody posts something on LinkedIn and I comment it or I like it, a lot of my connections will then see that in their feed. Is it the same with LinkedIn Live? If I comment on your live stream or I like it, leave the share aside. Is that going to be then amplified out to my contacts? That's a really interesting question. And I think it's going to change as, as LinkedIn Live as they develop it. Because at the moment, the comments is the comments feature is a little bit buggy. Uh, I, the, the, so, so in answer to your question, the, the comments that people leave during the live video, they're not then shared out to everyone else. The, the comments for during a live video work very differently to a normal LinkedIn post. Yeah. So they, they, will, they will happen in real time. And it's actually quite tricky to, 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 to see those. In uh, to actually find those and to uh, sometimes they don't always show up. And so I, I, as I say, it's a little bit buggy. Now, after you've broadcasted the live video, it becomes a regular post. In fact, it just becomes a regular video post. So any comments after that would be treated in the same way as a, as a standard post. So during the live, no, it's, it's, they're just internal to that post. But afterwards, it would be treated as a normal video post. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Instinctively, when you look at LinkedIn Live now, looking ahead a little bit, who do you think is going to benefit most from this? So in terms of in terms of who? Are you talking about like well, businesses or, or the kind of person that's going to get the most out of it? Yeah, I, the latter. I, I think it's a, I think there's lots and lots of people that are going to benefit from this. I mean, I'm already seeing some uh, corporate corporate uh, businesses uh, such as Hootsuite, I've seen them streaming this. It, they're doing really, really well for this. They, it's enabling them to humanize their brands. So I think it's going to be great for those big brands who historically have just been seen as these kind of monolithic, you know, faceless organizations. And they're trying their best in this new marketing rebellion uh, that we're living in this that's kind of mark schaefer's book which i highly recommend reading it, th this world where actually it's very difficult to to uh, get people to trust you and so showing your faces showing your team and, and showing a little bit of humanity and authenticity is going to be great for those big businesses out there but it's also going to be great for those small businesses out there who again they're, they're wanting to connect with their audience it's going to be great for the those solopreneurs and those those micro businesses as well, because it's going to allow them to connect with their audience in a really authentic way. So LinkedIn has obviously always been about it's a professional network. It's been about business, which is great, but more and more so, we're wanting to connect on a more human way and so find find out more about people, what makes them tick, and and what they're working on, not just from a business point of view, but also from a personal point of view too. So I, I think it's there is really, it's going to work for, for most people, for most businesses, most organizations out there. 
It's going to need a little courage, though. Oh, yes, without doubt. I mean, uh, you've suppressed that go live button. It's, it's scary. And it, you've, you've, got to, you've got to do a bit of uh, development in your mind before you do that. You've got to be prepared to, uh, to press that button. And there are loads of ways of doing that. And actually, maybe starting on the likes of Instagram or Facebook is a good place to start because you've got a little bit more... Uh, control over it so on facebook for example you can go live on your profile and choose who you're going to go live to you can even go live just to yourself that's a great place to start and then maybe go live to a private group at the moment on linkedin you have to go live to everybody and so that's a bit more scary so i i always recommend that people start on facebook and maybe uh even before that, maybe get used to getting in front of the camera using something like Instagram stories because they only last for 15 seconds. You can maybe do a couple of those every day, get consistent, do that every day for a week. And the great thing is, what's the worst that's going to happen? Because Instagram stories only last for 24 hours. Whereas with a live video, I mean, yes, you can delete it afterwards, but it does potentially last forever. So start that way. And then over time, you can build your confidence uh, loads of other things you can do to, to build your confidence as well. I mean, one of the things I, I really focus a lot on is warming up your voice, making sure your posture is, is really good, that you're standing straight and you're straight back and your shoulders are not tense. Things like that will really help and focus on your breathing and breath control. Uh, but just really start, at the, start with a very small uh, live video on Facebook then do it more and more often, then move over to LinkedIn. Your first few videos are not going to be that great. It's like with most pieces of content, over time, you'll, you'll build your confidence and they will get better and better and better. I think one of the anxieties that I have around live video, and I think probably this is true of many people, um, is you hit the live button. What was I going to say? What yes. tips would you have for anybody to try and prepare for that okay you've hit live now yeah. here's what you're going to do next yeah so you you need to plan i mean there's no <laughs> doubt about it you need to know what you're going to say you can't just press the go live button and then hope for the best and, and, and i think in a way that's sometimes our strategy is not to practice we, because we're so worried about it we we actually block it from our minds and we just press the go live button and we hope for the best. But actually, that's a really bad strategy because what's going to happen, you press the go live button and you go, oh, you clam up and it's just the worst experience of the world and you're never going to do it again. Or, you know, it's going to be a long while before you do it again. So the first thing that you need to do is work out what you're going to say. And everyone will have a different idea here. But my, my view is, first of all, to greet your replay viewers, the people that are going to watch in the future. They're the first people to watch your video. So I always say, I introduce myself, I say, hi, I'm Ian Anster Gray. Thanks so much for watching the replay of this live video. Today, I'm going to be talking about, and then you introduce what you're talking about. Because of course, you planned that, haven't you? You know, you know roughly what you're going to be talking about. And then at that point, you may start to get some live viewers. So then greet your live viewers. If you're just starting off, if this is your first live video or your first few, you may not have any live, video, live viewers or you may only have a, have a few. So don't worry about that. Uh, and then just get straight into your, the main meat of, of the content. So come up with three or four or five points that you want to share. 
So a great way of creating live video content is go back to a blog post that you wrote or some piece of content or something that's happened in the news or something that you know a lot about and come up with three points that you want to make. So it could be, for example, the importance of podcasting or the importance of live video or the importance of, of saving for your pension or something like that. I don't know, something like that. And you come up with three points that you want to share. So share those three points. You then may have some live viewers. So get them involved, answer any questions, and then have a call to action like any other piece of content. What is your call to action? What do you want people to do? It could be to uh, go to go and subscribe to your page. It might be download a, an ebook that you created, whatever. Uh, and then press the end broadcast button and leave it there. And that you know, leave them wanting more. You don't need to kind of waffle on and on and on. You know, don't be afraid of pressing the end broadcast button. <laughs> I think what I really like about live video is it really builds intimacy in a way nothing else can. When when video is pre-recorded, everybody knows it's edited. Everybody knows you're turning a very specific facet of you of your personal brand out into the world. It's curated and it's crafted. Mm. Whereas with live video, it's it's you, it's raw, and people are actually meeting you, unless you're a very, very superficial person. And I think the, a lot of people find that scary is actually people might not like me. And Russell Brunson, like him or loathe him, he, he had a very interesting statistic that I keep coming back to again and again, which was a third of people are not going to like you. A third of people are going to be quite ambivalent and a third of people are actively going to like you. And you really need to speak to that last third. But everybody's so paralyzed by the first third that statistically they're just not going to like you anyway. You can't avoid it. And live video, it, it really allows you to connect in a very genuine way to that third that is your audience. They are going to like you. They are going to connect with you. Um, and as you said, sort of re referencing back to Mark Schaefer, the most human brand wins and if you never take that step to create that human bridge, you will never win at the extent you potentially could. And that's why I love live video. Yeah. And I'm one of these people that makes every excuse under the sun to not do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, it's, I mean, but I think that's perfectly normal. I, I do it myself sometimes. You know, I, if I, I think what it is, if I'm consistent, if I do it consistently, I do it every single week then it's, there's not a problem. But if I have some time off, if I have like a couple of weeks off, getting back into it is always a bit of a challenge, a bit of a struggle again. Uh, and I think you're so right there. You know, there's, there, so many of us, we want to be liked, but we're not going to be liked by everyone. And if we try to be liked by everyone, we're going to end up producing very mediocre content. We've got to be ourselves. We've got to be authentic. And we've got to be prepared for some people out there to really actually not like us. And for some people to be ambivalent, because we want to be there, we want to be some people's absolute super fans. So we need to, we need to remember to be ourselves, and and that is a tough thing. That I'm still learning. That I'm still occasionally I'm trying to not be myself. But I, one of my aims in all the content that I do is to put much more of my personality into it, and that's why a live video, why I love live video, because it is all about being yourself. Yeah, and it does take away all the pressure to actually present a polished veneer because people are expecting it to be raw and rough and 
actually meet a real human being and not like a showbiz superstar. Absolutely. I think for me personally, LinkedIn Live is going to be the platform where I really, I think Instagram is great, but it's such a mishmash of friends and family and all kinds of stuff on LinkedIn, on Instagram rather. And I have the same challenge on Facebook, but I think LinkedIn Live, it's so clearly people are there for business. So there's going to be no, no messing about. So I'm really, really excited about LinkedIn Live. I, I think so. And, and, but of course, you don't necessarily need to make the choice. You can do both. So there's, I mean, one thing that I'm going to be, I'm doing at the moment. So for my podcast, I'm actually broadcasting live to Facebook and LinkedIn at the same time. And then taking the audio of that and making that into a podcast. And then afterwards, I haven't actually done this yet, but once I have guests on my show, I'm also going to be going live on Instagram after the, the podcast has gone live. I'm actually going to go live on Instagram for five or 10 minutes just to talk about that. So actually, you know, for creating one piece of content, you can create lots of other pieces of content on all the different channels. You can go live on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and, and reach a whole other different types of audiences, you know, on, on all your different platforms for, for not that much more work. So I think it's a case of making your content, making your live content work harder for yourself. That is so nerdy. I absolutely love it. I'm having a, a sort of eye watering moment of nerdy joy <laughs> that the idea that the podcast can be live streamed, that just blows my mind. I really want to go and play with some toys now. Yeah, well, it's it's a bit more of a scary thing. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for, <laughs> for people just starting off, but uh, I've uh, decided to jump in the deep end because because I, you know, my podcast and everything that I talk about is live video. So uh, I want to obviously live stream that, but even though it's scary and more complicated, it, it makes sense to do so. And do you know what? Actually, because it's live, I get away from. I, well, I just have to do it, and and I don't have to worry so much about editing because it is live. So there is that as well. Yeah. While I've got you, you are the confident live marketing coach. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do around coaching people with live video. So there are three main barriers that people have when it comes to live video. Some people suffer from all three, some just two or some people one. And I suppose there are some people who just uh, don't suffer from anything, but most people do. And the, the barriers really are, the first thing is is that fear of getting in front of the camera, or maybe they're, they're not communicating with the same energy or the passion that they would like to. So they want help with getting in front of the camera, with their mindset, with that side of things. The second barrier is to do with the technology and the gear, uh, what to use and how to set it up and how to, to use it really effectively. And then the third one is the, the content. How, what on earth do you say and how do you market that? How do you promote that? And uh, there's the five Ps of, of uh, live video, which uh, if I can remember what they are, there's, uh, there's the the planning, the pre-promotion, the production, the post-promotion, and then the repurposing. So in, in my coaching, I go through, depending on, on the clients, it, uh, we go through one, two, or three of those, those issues, and uh, we, set up, we set up a structure for the show. We come, come up with a checklist of all the things that they need to do. We're, we look at how they can repurpose that content, how they can plan and promote it as, as well. And we also, with my clients, they all do some live shows, uh, either with me as their guest or uh, get them on as a host. And uh, I then give, give them some feedback afterwards on how they can progress and how they can move forwards with that. That sounds truly terrifying. 
it's all great. It's great <laughs> fun. It's great fun. I mean, obviously, everyone's different. So the idea of getting doing a live video straight away, I mean, for some people, they can do that. And some, sometimes they're already doing that. They're already quite far down the line and they want to do some extra stuff. Uh, they want to take things to the next level. But yes, I mean, depending on the person, it might be building their confidence. And when it comes to doing a little test live video, it might be in a private group. It sounds really scary going through that and looking at that together. But I, I say to people, it, I always recommend that people watch their live videos afterwards, the pre-recording, but they have to do it this way. And the, the, the way they do it is they, they have to come up with three things that they did really well. That's the first thing that has to come out of their mouth or write down what are the three things that they did really well. And then after that, what are the three things that they can do to improve? And it has to be constructive. You have to treat yourself like you would treat a client of yours. If you treat yourself the way you normally do, if you treated a client like the way you treat yourself, I think they would sack you straight away, wouldn't they? Yeah. So, so we've, we've got to be constructive with that. And uh, so... So yeah, that, that's a really positive thing. And so we look through the positives and then we look how, how we can tweak that and improve for the future. If people want to ease themselves into live video, the best way they can probably do that is start listening to your podcast. So how can they find that? So the best place, thank you for that, is to go to iag.me forward slash podcast. And so you can find out there's a little trailer video there. You can listen to some of the, the recent podcasts there. And you can also subscribe to uh, on whichever podcast platform listening tool that you like listening on. Uh, so it's all there, iag.me forward slash podcast. And it's called the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And if people want to connect with you other than the podcast, how would you like them to do that? Well, I've carelessly scattered myself all across the social web. So if you just search for my name, Ian Anderson Gray, and that's G-R-A-Y, I'm, I'm IAG.me on Twitter. That's I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E. So wherever you feel that you'd like to connect and hang out, I'm, I'm happy to do that and, and most of the platforms out there. Ian, thank you so much for sharing about LinkedIn Live and everything in the world, live video. You've been a great guest, very, very generous with your knowledge. So thank you very much. Well, thanks, Bob, for having me on. I'm really honored to be your second, uh, the person, the first person to be on your podcast twice. So thank you. <laughs> I'm really sorry if you can tell how excited I am about LinkedIn Live. Actually, I'm not sorry. If you're excited about getting hold of LinkedIn Live too, then I'd love to hear how you plan to use it. Just drop me a message and let me know. Before I go, just a quick reminder to subscribe and if you haven't already, then join our Facebook group. You can find the link from the website at bobgentle.com or just search Gravity Digital Marketing in Facebook and you'll find us easily. If you enjoyed the show, then I would love for you to review it on iTunes. It would mean a lot to me and it's the very best way to help me reach more subscribers. My name is Bob Gentle. Thanks again to Ian Anderson Gray for giving us his time this week and to you for listening. And see you next time.